Well, hello, leaders, and welcome to Connections, the podcast. I am so excited today to have the opportunity to have a discussion with an amazing lady that I had the opportunity to meet four years ago at the Open Door Sisterhood Retreat. And today, my guest is going to be Elisa Keaton. She is an author, a speaker, a podcaster, founder of the Revelation Wellness Program. It's a nonprofit ministry dedicated to educating and inspiring people to live healthy and whole lives in Christ. She describes herself as a small frame woman with a God-sized dream. And I can attest to that. Welcome (laughs) to the podcast, Elisa. So glad you're here. She can attest to that because I can pretty much fit in your pocket, right? Because you, I'm tiny. Yes, that's definitely me. A five foot and all love of Jesus, love for Jesus, love by Jesus, love him. So yes, yeah, God-sized dream for sure. People say, oh, well, I have this God-sized thought or mm-hmm. dream. Um, I really mm-hmm. think it's important for us to listen to those from each other. So mm-hmm. just share with us, what is that God-sized dream? My desire is that our people uh, live healthy and whole in the body, the design they've been given. Their body is not the thing to be worshipped, but it absolutely is how worship gets seen and made evident on the earth. Our body gives us the ability. And when I see body, a lot of people think the shape of a body or the condition of a body. And I think if you have breath and your lungs are filling and depleting with air and you've got some blood moving then you have an ability to think, feel, and choose. And that's really what our body is, is an expression of what we think and we feel and we choose and we will act on that. So I fell in love with fitness in the 80s. I took my first class in 1985. I love when the Bible says in Acts that God chooses the times and places for people to be born on the earth. He knew this one needs to be born. 1971, 1985, she will take a fitness class with an aerobics class. Uh, during that whole Jane Fonda, you know, the leotards, the I, uh, scrunchy socks. Girl, you, I was an aerobics teacher in college. That would have been my it. jam. You, <laughs> you were an aerobics. Yes, yes. I know. So many people I run into in life now later go, I did aerobics. It's like everyone yes. kind of drank the Kool-Aid for a bit and totally. we did it. I drank it and then started making it and loving it. So I fell into it and just absolutely loved it. And I've got into the fitness world. I didn't really have a walk going with Jesus or faith. I knew of him. I'd call myself a Christian, but I didn't know what that meant. Uh, and so I was, um, deep into the world. I did fitness competing. I just did it. My body responded. People gave me accolades and I started training clients. Um, cause I love helping people change. I love if people are like, feel stuck. I really think nothing is stuck. Everything can, can move in a better direction. So I started working with clients and I just began to notice that two things would happen. People would either become very obsessive about the changes that they wanted and it was enough and it was never enough, or they would begin to um, not see the changes they wanted and then just fall back into a pattern of neglect. So this obsessed neglect pattern was happening a lot. And I personally was, I had it all together on the outside, but inside I was afraid. I had shame. I had worry about my marriage. I had a lot of stuff going on. So my heart, my heart wasn't in good condition. And that's when Jesus met my heart came for me. 
And that ruined everything for me. My, the way I saw life and my clients and fitness, like the gospel was getting all the way in me. And then I'm living in a world that's so, when I say living in a world, like the fitness world, the, the health and fitness world is so physical and so based on what we see that I was starting to literally see it through the gospel lens of brokenness and people's desires and people's hungers and people's hurts and people's habits. And we can manage those with behavior modification plant plans, but Jesus sets us free and Jesus gives us a new paradigm and a new reality, a new kingdom to live from and think, feel, and choose from. So my God-sized dream is that people, all people, but primarily Christians, those of us who say and claim to follow Christ and love Christ, that we really love him truly, all heart, mind, soul, strength, but that breaks down into what we're thinking and what we're feeling and what we're choosing. And that has a lot to do with our nervous system and our brain body health. Like there's more to it than, oh, I just have terrible willpower. Oh, I just, I'm no good at that. That's not true. It's a thought pattern that you have. And we can be renewed in our minds by God's word. But I think Sherry, I don't know. I just think we live in a time where there's so much information, like we don't perish or lack Bible. Like I got my Bible app right here. Um, we got a lot of access to God's word. Praise God. Praise God. Right. Um, but it's so much information that we're not actually changing on the activation or impartation of God's presence in our life. If his presence is really in us, then it will drive out all fear, all shame, all sickness, all the things that we choose, think, feel, and choose that cause us to do the obsessed and neglect cycle. That makes sense. It really feels like transforming um, people's transforming the renewing their mind transforms them. And then their bodies become a living dwelling place for God. That's my dream is that the body of Christ really embodies Christ. And that's yeah. going to require some disciplines, but all of our disciplines are rooted in delight in, in the father. Everything is a delight, but we have to renew our mind again and then act on it. So we can't just have the information. We actually have to participate and be active with it. And there's something about the fitness part that I bring to the equation that actually puts feet to our faith. Like uh, when people go uh, use our podcast, so we have these things called revving the word where you put the podcast in and just go for a walk and you're hearing music, which kind of inspires, activates that creative side of your brain, kind of occupies your, occupies your body. Um, but then you're also hearing God's word. And then I'm walking you through your body, like feel your feet, breathe, like keeping you in your body. You're not going to work out to escape your day. You're actually trying to get in your body with the presence of God who he dwells in our body. Like this is a big deal. We can't relegate the body somewhere else. He actually didn't say, I'm going to live down the temple down the street, or I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to live in your heart. I'm going to live in your mind. I'm going to live in your body. Our bodies are a temple. Um, but for those of you who go, yeah, I know it's a temple, but still I struggle. I just want you to know, he knows why you struggle. And a lot of times the adversity and the stress of life that we've lived through, not a lot of times, the truth is it changes the organization of your brain, the architecture and structure, how it thinks it, what your fight, flight, or freeze is very active. Yeah. And Jesus says in Luke five, when, um, the Pharisees are going, why is he eating with sinners? And, or, you know, these, these. Uh, tax collectors. And Jesus says, those who are well have no need of, of a physician, but those who are sick, I have not come to call the righteous, but the sinners. 
as a personal trainer, people come to me because they felt sick or something feels off, something feels broken. Uh, and Jesus goes, I came for that. And I think we all as Christians need to get real clear about where we have been broken or hurt in our bodies, um, our minds, and um, especially with physical, uh, sexual abuse, violation, there's a lot out there we don't talk about in the church, right? Mm -hmm. We don't know what to do when it comes to the body. And I just feel like my big size dream is let's get everyone to come to the Lord and then come get back into your body, reconnect to the God who made you. And I think we'll see massive change and courage on the earth and uh, less disintegration. It's beautiful. And I was mentioning to you sort of in our pre-call, I have never met someone who um, has, has connected all of this together. Like mm -hmm. oftentimes, like you said, we're surrounded by so much information. Yes. I can read anything I want. I have literally like seven different Bibles in my house, different translations yeah. that I like to read. It's yeah. on my phone. I can Google anything I want. Yep. I can pull up any fitness program. I have totally. in my building where I live. Like I can just like have at it. But the difference is, is that connection with the Lord, mm -hmm. discipline to actually engage mm -hmm. with what he's, he's given you. And what he's given you is this body, whether you think it's beautiful or not, yeah. he does. And so I read something on your website that I, I loved, and you kind of touched on this a little bit, but mm -hmm. I want you to unpack it even further. Mm -hmm. And you say, stop obsessing, mm -hmm. stop neglecting, mm -hmm. live free in your body. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh my. Okay. Right there. Stop right. obsessing because you had mentioned, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I've probably been in both camps. Okay. Yeah. Like, like obsessed as a young gymnast athlete, you know, super fit and a lot of it imposed on me and mm -hmm. then trying to stay in shape as you get older. And then like going, I give up neglecting right. and then getting mm -hmm. hard to, so I think most of our audience would probably say at times in their life, they're obsessed with it. And yep. then it goes, woo, big swing. Yeah. Neglect it. Mm -hmm. but you're calling us to live in this freedom. Yes. Okay. How okay. Do do that? Yeah. So good. Uh, well, if you think about obsess and neglect, we know what motivates that or fuels it is the flesh, our flesh. We're thinking of ourselves a lot. There's nothing wrong about thinking of being aware of yourself, but it's when we elevate ourselves over God or over his desire for us or over his, our attention is more on us than him, we will fall into obsess and neglect. Uh, we will fall into the obsessed pattern because we don't, we think, well, we're looking honestly mirrors and everything we're seeing right now. We have so much information about body image and we're seeing ourselves zoom alone. I heard a statistic like people are going more for plastic surgeries and things because they're seeing themselves during this COVID time more often, they don't like what they see. And so we're focused on ourselves, right? And so we move into that obsess. I have noticed a few more wrinkles on Zoom. <laughs> yeah, just change the filter or, you know, you can just turn it off. Someone told me there's a little dot so you can just turn so you don't see yourself so much because yeah, we're just never meant to see ourselves this much. Agreed. And so there's that falls and we overthink it and it's all about us or even in the neglect side, we're actually thinking about us to the point of, eh, I'm, I don't even want to think about myself anymore. And you're actually in not thinking about yourself, 
you're disconnecting that relationship with God where he goes, but I love you. Remember, love others as you love yourself. So mm-hmm. they're both kind of of sin. It's a sin response because we're connected more into our flesh than to the spirit. The spirit. Second Corinthians talk about now the spirit. Now the Lord is a spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So mm-hmm. we have to get into this walking with the spirit. Romans 8 well, Romans seven, I love because Paul gets real honest about why do I do the things I don't want to do and the things I want to do, I don't do, right? I, I want to eat better and I don't. It's just, it's that Romans seven drops the pin on our obsessed neglect, our humanity, our flesh prone living. But Romans eight says, but no condemnation. And what is the solution? Life in the spirit. So what does that look like, Elisa? You've got to get more in touch with who God is as a spirit than what you're seeing in the flesh itself. You've got to walk by faith and not by sight, not by what you see. What you see does not get the final say. You stand on a scale and you go, wow, that's a number. I want, well, first of all, I don't really ever get on scales, but I know at some point we got to go to the doctor and a number comes up and we're like, oh my gosh. Well, first of all, it's just information. But if you know, like, you know, I kind of been neglecting a little bit. I've been um, eating late at night. I'm comforting myself with food. Second Corinthians and talks about that. He is our comfort. God wants to comfort us in our affliction instead of the, all these resources that we have that we turn to instead of him. The flesh is opposed to the spirit and the spirit is opposed to the flesh. It says in Galatians five. So this is means God really wants us so attuned to him all the time. And I know people go, Oh, I don't have time for all the time, (laughs) but I'm thinking, well, this is literally how our life is transformed by the presence of God, because he is always with us. This is how Jesus lived. Jesus never had a moment that he wasn't with the father doing what he saw, you know, and he had a body, everyone. He had hunger. He had people who were shaming or whatever, feeling rejected. He had feelings, he had thoughts, he, he made choices. He And he says, we have the same thing, the same spirit that lived in him, the resurrected Christ lives in us. We're just too over inundated with information in the world. We're paying too much attention to what the world says and the world's news, and that's changing our brain. And then it's, it's rewiring us in a way that we can't think in line with the spirit. So that's why we encourage people do our podcast. Cause when you go and get your body moving and you're hearing the word and the Bible studies there, or the Bible's teaching is there. And then we ask you questions to really reform your heart. Again, I don't care. Don't care about the shape of your body. I really, I love your body. I think it's amazing. Everyone that's listening to me, your body's great. If it's working today, praise God but I am concerned about the shape of our hearts. Our bodies get to be any size and shape we want them to be as long as God gets the shape of our heart. So when we go for those walks, the brain lights up. We know, right? We know this, everyone. Anxiety and depression is on the rise. Uh And one bout of 30 minutes of exercise, just go for a walk, get your blood flowing. You know, get that blood up. When you do that, it's equal. What happens in your brain is the same as taking a pill for anxiety or depression. It's the exact same. Now, I'm not here to say go off your anxiety, depression medication, do this with a doctor, but it is the same thing. God has built into us, in our body, the ability to heal 
if we are willing to do the work, go for a walk and talk and walk with God. And let me meditate on this scripture. God, why do I feel, why do I feel bound? What is it? Um, I just think we're so busy, Sherry, checking the boxes. I got a meeting. I got things to do. I'm make. I'm doing ministry. I'm really busy. It's like, okay, that's great. But how are you feeling? Are you, do you have joy? That we need more joy in our life. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. And the spirit is present. We just got to get out of our flesh more, everyone. So fuel the spirit, read the word, pray the word, sing the word, go for a walk, journal, all these things with the intention of, I want my body to be filled with the spirit of God. Mm-hmm. I guess I asked the question, if you're listening, if I ask you this question, what's your answer? Do you have more space for the Holy spirit today? There's gotta be, question. do I have more space? Is there more space? Will I make more space? Because if not, then you get what you keep getting and you're balancing behavior modification. But if you make more room for the Holy spirit, the counselor, right? The, the one that leads us into all truth, who will not forsake that you can then begin new habits, new thought patterns, new feelings, and new choices because the spirit's leading you into a life of peace. Oh, that's so good. You know, I, I do think that question, do we have more space? Mm-hmm. Yes. The answer for every one of us yeah. would be yes. Mm-hmm. Everyone listening to this podcast is most likely not everyone, but our audience is moms and they're mm-hmm. leaders. They're people who mm-hmm. have chosen to step into this, you know, really yeah. unique place to lead mops groups around the world. Mm-hmm. And with that comes a lot of responsibility, a lot of, like you said, yeah. check the box meeting, yeah, all that. Totally. But if, if you put it in those terms, <laughs> everyone has room, more mm-hmm. room for the mm-hmm. Holy spirit. Mm -hmm. And I I think that's why I so wanted to have you on the podcast is because I think there's a difference between just saying, I'm going to work out this week, or I'm going to, yes, or, you know, most likely you're hearing this at the beginning of the year. So you're going to be like, I've made this new year's resolution and yeah, it's not working. And it's February 1st and I, it's not working, but you're talking about a lifestyle of being connected to the Holy spirit. Can you um, just tell us again, real quick, where they can find, because this, I don't want this to, you know, later they go, where do I find this? Because I've actually done your walks. I've done the podcast Uh and I got lost in my time. It went by so fast and (laughs) I I want people to be able to know where can they find that? Yeah. Yeah. It's um, on Apple We're any podcast app mostly, but we're on iTunes under revolution wellness, healthy and whole. Um, so we do on Mondays, every Monday, we release a, a movement podcast. Um, so you're going to hear music, hear the, the word of God and about a 30 to well, 30 minutes of actual movement and then a 10 minute cool down. Um, and then every once a week, we also release a teaching that is more, again, this mind body, the Lord gets all of me more space for the spirit, yeah. uh, teaching as well. So that that's where they can get it. Awesome. Well, we've talked about a lot this year about all for love and this all in concept, leaving a legacy. As a matter of fact, you're one of our speakers on our curriculum this year. So exciting. It was so so awesome to have you there, but what does that look like? Because I really think that we can encourage each other to, to take a look at this, to say, okay, this tie to my emotional 
my mm-hmm. physical, my spiritual mm-hmm. health is a way, like you had mentioned earlier, um, we're supposed to love ourselves, like love your neighbor as yourself. So, yeah. But yet how often are we just not loving ourselves well in our mm-hmm. actions, our words, our thoughts. Mm-hmm. So how do you think that would play into leaving a legacy if we just turn the corner and mm-hmm. looked at this in a bigger picture? Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we hear all and it almost goes, oh, that's a lot. I'm doing everything I can. You want more? <laughs> like, No, all. But again, back to this, all is this presence of God that he has all of my attention and all of me in a moment. Uh, I, I don't like the term um, like work-life balance or even a balance. I just don't think it exists. I'm like, it's, it's exhausting. Like Agreed. I balance it all. What? So I just have that monkey on a unicycle and balancing it all. No, thank you. I think every moment is a, every moment, every opportunity it's be wholehearted, be wholly there. W H O L L Y. And then you'll be wholly there. H O L Y be present whether it's with your children or present in the zoom call or present, it's a hard thing to do guys, but you've heard people. um, I remember I heard an interview one time, somebody was said like they'd talked to some celebrity and they were like, Oh my gosh, I felt so special. Like I was the only person in the room. They gave me all their attention, which that's such a gift that you're all there and I think, again, we're living in a world that's so distracted, noise, noise, move, move, bop, 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 bop. And by the way, that is, again, affecting our nervous system. We've got a lot of cortisol pumping through. And where there's a lot of cortisol, the limbic part of our brain is active to keep you safe, get you through the day. But we need to thrive, which means be able to breathe. And when we take a deep breath, we, we drop into what's called our parasympathetic nervous system, a rest place. That's where the, that's where Jesus had a rest about him. Mm. He confidence is a quiet strength, the meekness, strength under control. And we're not connected to rest. We're connected to tired, right? We fall bed and I'm exhausted. Mm -hmm. We don't know how to rest in a moment and be fully there as all in. I'm all in, in this moment. And I think that is what life is, is just being a present series of from, moving from moment to moment to being present. And I, I think that is a legacy that people go, man, when I was, when I came home from school or when I came home, I, they, they said, hello, they noticed me come in or, and I'm just saying, I know this is hard to do, but it's a practice. And so you don't just go, God, I'm going to be all in now. No, you actually have to begin to practice, which is why meditation is a big deal. Biblical meditation. We have a lot of those podcasts too. We have some challenges on our website to help you with that. If you're very distracted, you tend to do the thing you don't want to do. It's more about your nervous system has been rattling into the world you've been born into of this um, high moving stress activation place. And which is the cool thing. We're talking to leaders. I know you leaders. You guys are awesome. Mm -hmm. You go, I can do, I want to do that. Yes. Put me in coach. It's awesome. We love, I love leaders. I am a leader. But I also know that our propensity is to take on more, manage, try to check the box instead of, I want to be really good with less. I want to be really focused on what I have and do well with all of who I am, whether it's my one child or two child or how many, and this one moment, I'm going to be fully here. Um, I think that is a fantastic 
fantastic legacy. Yeah, it is, you know, a few years, well, many years, I shouldn't say a few years, my kids are older now, many years ago, I was challenged by someone to make sure, especially after we got cell phones, right? Like there was a time ladies, if you're listening to this and you're like, you didn't have a cell phone at one time. I did. I love it. I love these talks. (laughs) Let's talk about remember when phones were on the wall and you had the big cord and my brother and I would have to fight over the cord. Like, yes, it was a thing, but here's the deal. When Mm. the cell phone came in and I'd pick my kids up from school, especially when I was working, the tendency is to still keep working or my husband would come in and you're you know, you're trying to get everybody where they need to be, but you're on the phone. Yeah. And this lady was talking to a group of us and she said, you know, what if you just made it like your practice, mm-hmm. good word, word your practice mm-hmm. to make sure that all your calls were finished before your husband came in the door mm-hmm. or your practice was when you picked your child up from school mm-hmm. that you weren't distracted and that mm-hmm. when they opened the car door, you look them in the eye mm-hmm. and said, hi, love. It's so mm-hmm. good to see you. Come on. And that just, it, I don't know what it did to me that day. And I, she used the word practice. Yes. And I remember thinking that means I have to keep trying to do it over, I got the concept of practice, right? Like I told you, I was a gymnast. I was at practice every day. That meant something to me. Yep. So if I can encourage our leaders today, everything that you've talked about this, like embodiment of body, mind, Mm -hmm. soul, Mm -hmm. it takes practice. Practice. Amen. And so to be more mindful, to say, oh, look my husband in the eye when he comes Mm -hmm. in, if you're Mm -hmm. married, if you're mm-hmm. a mama to these littles, mm-hmm. same thing, like let them mm-hmm. know you're there mm-hmm. uh, because when you're with people who make you feel like they've got you, you're the only person in the room. Yeah. We, we've all experienced it. Yeah. How much better we would show the love of Christ if we were those people. Absolutely. And we facilitate healing. Like, I think it really can bring you know, this sense of I'm seen. That's the biggest lie of the enemy is you're not seen, you're not valued. No one cares to try and cut us and separate us from the love of Christ. Mm -hmm. But the love of Christ, since that's where the spirit of God's drawing us all towards him, he is with us. Like we don't even really, we think that we'd say, oh, he's with me. No, he's like really with you. So how can I be with others? And I can only give away what I have. So what's your practice? I love that. Absolutely. I feel like that's all revelation wellness is. We're just this like tools and practice, practice, just this, these spiritual formation kind of disciplines and tools that are rooted in delight so that you can keep practicing and no one's disqualified. If you're 80, today's the day to start practicing. If you're eight, today's the day to start showing your child how to practice these things. Like that's a big thing too, um, for moms and for leaders, we've got to learn to be in ourselves so that when the bombs explode, we don't explode. So we have to practice oh. quiet and stillness and strength and breath. And I'm okay. I'm going to, I don't have to actually just today. I had a webinar that did not go well. Oh no, <laughs> Sherry. It was like, oh my gosh, such, it was live and people were there and we had some snafus happen. And I felt like, oh, 
Again, you, you know, you can feel yes. it, all the eyeballs on you. And man, my limbic brain, fight, fight, freeze, fight, fight, freeze, fight, shut it down, shut it down. Like I was tempted to just go, hey, we're going to stop and just shut it down. We'll be back in 15 minutes. And I heard the Holy Spirit go, pull up, pull up, pull up, stay present, breathe. Mm. Just don't fear the silence. It's okay. It's okay. Just persuading and arguing for me to stay calm, stay and so we have to practice that hopefully in moments, you have to practice it in moments that are not under like stress right. so that when the stress moment comes, you're like, oh yeah, I've practiced this. And I know for a fact that I kept my mouth from sinning and I kept myself from, you know, feeling hopeless or, oh, it was terrible. The enemy tried to shame me and like, nope, nope, nope. Okay. But that's because there's a, a level of practice every day. hundred percent. That's so good. I have one more thing I want to talk to you about, and mm. you kind of just touched on it. I want to expand it. When you said um, the enemy is all about like trying to distract us and make us feel as if we aren't doing the right things or separating us from the people that we should be loving on and pouring into. Mm-hmm. And I, again, refer to your website. Everybody check it out. It's fantastic. Mm. Uh, revelationwellness.com. Mm-hmm. .org. .org. Dot org, excuse me. Okay. <laughs> um, but here, here's what I saw, and it's beautifully done. You have this video, and it says, "You are God's good idea." Yeah. Oh my goodness! Just hear those words again, leaders. I want to say yeah. it to you. You are God's good idea. Will you just tell me about that? And I would love mm-hmm. to end on just having everyone maybe just like you said, take a deep breath and really yeah. rest in this truth that you our God's good idea. That's good. Let's do that. Ephesians 2.10, for we are God's workmanship. That word workmanship is the word poema. Um, yes, it means like poem, like God's one of a kind masterpiece. He's, he's an artist. He's not a Kinko's. Do we even know what Kinko's is? He might not know a copy center back in the day before we had printers. And um, yeah, you're not a carbon copy. You're not a PDF. You're not something that can be mass produced. You are one of a kind. Think about he is a God that created unique image bearers. There's no other person in past, present, nor future who will be you bearing the image of God. Might someone kind of look like you and kind of, yeah, but that's just surface. It literally is what's going on in your heart, what you beat for your life experiences, your day-to-day, how many hairs on your head. That is you. Like we got to meditate on that a little bit. You are his workmanship. And when we shrink back or cower ourselves or hide ourselves or hurt others with a bigness about ourselves, God's image can't be seen. So when we know, oh, he's good and he's called me good. I am God's workmanship created for good works in eternity past in advance that we should walk back to walk in those works, walk with the spirit. God is good. So everyone take a deep breath and inhale and exhale. I want you to inhale the words thinking I am Exhale, God's good idea. And keep breathing and holding that dear. And now, Holy Spirit, we invite you to show us what you see when you look at us as a good idea. 
Some of you might get a picture of you as a child or dancing, proclaiming, singing, joy. Yeah. These types of moments, Sherry, this is what we need more of. Just, again, we have enough information. You've got the Bible. You've heard Ephesians 2.10 before, but have we really sat and pondered and wondered and let the Holy Spirit talk to us about the good that we are? Because the world is going to come after your body. The world can only try to talk to your flesh and snag your flesh and make you think from your fleshy moment and make you think from panic, fear, shame, all that. Mm -hmm where the Holy Spirit goes, ah, bring, come higher, come with me. Let me remind you of the good work you are and the good God who loves you. And although you will have trouble in this world, all things will work together for good. That embodies the gospel. And then it's my hope, Sherry, when, when, the, when I die, that it's kind of like my skin just falls off me and I threshold over and I'm not any different there as I was here. You know what I mean? Like, you didn't leave you, again back to if any part of me that I didn't live full with the presence of God, with the spirit of God, God, give me another day to fill out the tank. Like give me another day to fill up so that when I see you face to face, I didn't hold anything back and say, well, I was really busy. I was really managing things well. And he'll be like, yeah, you can still enter my rest. But I think the reward of knowing you lived all of it out as God's good workmanship, there is no better legacy to leave. Mm, that's beautiful. I have loved spending time with you today, and I know our leaders will be just so blessed by our, our conversation and your honesty and your willingness to share. Um, can you just tell them again where they can find you and some of the things that you have um, written so that they can um, follow along. Yeah. Well, all the things you can find at revelationwellness.org. We actually have a tab that says free resources. There's a lot of freebie things there just to get you thinking. I think there's something called a seven day detox, which will help you kind of stop obsessing, stop neglecting and can begin the thought pattern of what freedom in your body would look like. Um, as well as I have wrote a book called The Wellness Revelation. So that's also a really great kind of go deeper for some time with um, all these concepts. But other than that, podcast and all the places. And Sherry, I love you. I'm so oh. glad to get to be with you. Thank you. I love you. And here, here's what I want to end with, you guys. Um, Elisa, you are God's good idea. I receive that. And leaders, you are God's good idea. Mm -hmm. And we're so thankful that you are part of what we do with MOPS around the world. So thank you for joining us on this edition of Connections, the podcast.